I was on summer break from college. My parents thought it would be a good idea to send me to my granddad's farm for a bit. You know, get some fresh air away from the distractions of the city. Plus, he's been in a wheelchair for years, and he kind of needs someone around to help him out. I mean, sure, I did need a break from the intense studying and the parties, but a farm? Seriously? Anyway, I agreed. I still remember it was so weird driving to my granddad's house, and everyone in the little town was turning and looking at me, as if they'd never seen a new person before. Yeah, it was one of those places. The first couple days went by uneventfully. I was introduced to the old school life of feeding chickens, milking cows, and the delightfully backbreaking labor of shoveling hay. And let's not forget about the lack of Wi-Fi. The first world problems I faced out there. One evening, after what felt like hours of trying to get a signal to send a single meme to my roommate, I decided to take a walk around the woods surrounding the farm. A little forest adventure, why not? As the sun set and twilight spread its blue hue, I walked along a barely visible trail, accompanied only by the chirping of crickets. As the darkness grew, I decided to use my phone's flashlight. About a half an hour into my walk, I stumbled upon a clearing, and that's when I saw something shaking around in some bushes. My heart skipped a beat as I slowly backed away from the stealthy animal. However, instead of hiding like most animals would, I noticed it start emerging from the bushes. It was dark, but as soon as it came into my line of vision, I could definitely recognize what it was. It literally looked like SpongeBob SquarePants. But this wasn't the cheerful yellow character we all know. This SpongeBob had giant teeth wide white eyes and an unnaturally large grin. For a moment, my brain tried to rationalize it. Maybe someone from a nearby town had a weird sense of humor and was in a costume? I went full on lizard brain. I turned and ran as fast as I could, plowing into branches and falling over. I never let it stop me though. I eventually got so tired, I had to find a place to hide for a second. There was a little burrow under a tree that I basically fell into and tucked up behind. I slowly peeked my head out and peered around the area looking for the creature. Suddenly, it emerged from the darkness, hopping from one foot to the other. Then it emitted this slow, distorted version of SpongeBob's laughter and danced around in a grotesque manner, stretching and bending his body in unnatural ways. I was paralyzed with fear when suddenly my ringtone, ironically the Spongebob theme song, blared out. Guess I finally got signal and all my undelivered messages started pouring in. After hearing my phone, the monstrosity turned its gaze onto me, its grin stretching wider and wider. Then it leaped an inhuman distance, landing right above the burrow I was hiding in. I discreetly threw my phone to the right and it landed far away in the woods. The creature dove after it, giving me like a one second window to take off. Panic surged through me, and without a second thought, I bolted back home, not daring to look back. I made it to the farm out of breath and terrified, locking all the doors and windows, and staying up all night. 
In the morning, I recounted the tale to my granddad, expecting him to laugh it off as a wild figment of my imagination. However, the serious look on his face told a different story as he ran his fingers through his beard. I wondered when I'd hear about that thing again, he said gravely. It's a local legend. Folks around here call it the Sundown Shadow. It takes the form of whatever you think is familiar and harmless, but there's nothing innocent about it. The evening I encountered it, Granddad began, his voice lowering to a whisper. I was cornered just like you. I was drawn into the woods and found myself face to face with the thing. But back in my day, it wasn't Spongebob. It looked like Mickey Mouse, only with those same unsettling white eyes and giant teeth. Luckily, I managed to escape, but the experience haunted my nights for years. I wrapped my arms around myself, trying to shake off the chill that ran down my spine. But Granddad, why is it still here? Why hasn't anyone done anything about it? He sighed, looking out the window. People have tried. There were several attempts to hunt it down or banish it, but nothing worked. Some folks who went into the woods looking for it, they never came back. After a while, the town just accepted it as part of life here and tried to live around it, avoiding the woods at dusk and warning newcomers of danger. We sat in silence for a moment. I could hear the wind rustling in the trees outside and the distant sound of cattle. It all felt so eerily calm, given the horror of the previous night. I need to find my phone, I finally said, recalling how I had thrown it away to distract the creature. I have my summer project on there. I'll fail without it. Granddad looked calmer about this than I would have expected. As long as you go in the daytime, you should be alright. I wish I could go with you. Granddad smacked his hand down on the wheelchair and looked out the window, sadly. I immediately headed out, trying to get this done as soon as possible. The woods seemed less sinister in the daylight, being able to see what lurked within. But after a while of searching, I finally found my phone, lying untouched where I had thrown it. Breathing a sigh of relief, I started making my way back when I noticed a series of markings on the trees around me. They looked like symbols drawn with some kind of chalk or ash. My curiosity peaked and I followed them, trying to make sense of their pattern. The markings led me to a small secluded grove and in the middle of that grove stood an old dilapidated shack, only it was in the shape of a pineapple. Curiosity overcoming fear, I approached it. The door was slightly ajar. Pushing it open gently, I was greeted by the sight of walls covered in faded photos. And to my horror, each photo had a familiar face. Faces of people from the town, including some I recognized from missing person posters. But what froze my blood was the photo I saw at the very center. It was a black and white image of a much younger granddad standing beside the shack with a creature that looked like Mickey Mouse, its arm around him. 
the same wide, sinister grin on his face. But the weirdest part was my granddad was smiling too and strangely had a pirate hat on. My phone suddenly buzzed with a notification, breaking the silence. The message was from my granddad's phone number. When I looked down at it, my heart sunk. It just said the words, Are you ready, kids? The realization hit me at that moment. The sundown shadow wasn't just a singular creature. There were many of them. And they had been there for a very long time.